when you do a water only fasting and especially when you go up to the day two three four five yes you're getting rejuvenations of the cells but how to fund the rejuvenation if you need to rejuvenate and regenerate if there's no micronutrients if there's no macronutrients you can you're not funding that transition you're also starving all the microbiome in the gut and not supporting just the plant-based ones at the expense of the others and you know the body tells you i'm suffering you have headaches you sometimes you, you go into hypoglycemia you know drop in blood sugar etc so there's this, there are side effects welcome to the menopause mastery podcast a show for women just like you who are ready for more health vitality passion living life with a purpose I created this show because I knew that women just like me in this second season of life, the season of menopause, are really tapping into their deepest desires. And we're ready to harness our physical and mental health and explore what our true passions are and peel back the layers to uncover exactly what we want out of life. I'm your host, Betty Murray, part geek, part magician, and your new medical bestie with a dash of sass. I love taking the complex science and making it easier to integrate into daily life. So let's join the journey to make this season the best ever. I want to dispel some myths today and maybe help you clarify the difference between intermittent fasting or time-restricted feeding and periodic fasting and how to eat while fasting. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm I'm speaking to a dear friend today. Um, I actually had the opportunity to, to meet Dr. Joseph Anton several years ago. Uh, he is the CEO and chairman of the board of El Nutra, which is a unique Nutratech company that's leading the food as medicine chart. And so we're going to talk today specifically about those topics and a bunch more. But let me tell you a little bit more about Dr. Anton. Um, he actually is the chairman of the board also as the Global Healthspan Policy Institute and a member of Forbes Business Development Council. So before he took on these roles, he was the CEO of Health Systems Reform, a boutique consultancy firm aimed at elevating public health through reforming healthcare systems and strengthening healthcare management and improving healthcare delivery. He was also the co-director and center of health policy at the University of Chicago an adjunct professor of health policy at the Buck Institute for Research on Aging, and a fellow of the Department of Social Policy at the London School of Economics and Political Science. And Dr. Anton is the founder and served as the co-editor-in-chief of the Journal of Health Systems and Reform. And so he has really dedicated his entire professional career, not only to understanding nutrition as medicine, but trying to reform health systems towards more preventative care, to create a market for healthy aging, and by launching the first aging and longevity product called Prolon, which we're going to talk about today, but there's a bunch more down downstream from that that is actually available to you to really help longevity and lifespan. And Dr. Anton actually launched the fasting market, which by 2018 became the number one nutrition regimen in the country, and it continues to grow in popularity. And in 2018, the fasting mimicking diet was granted a patent on promoting longevity and health span. And so uh, I really 
want you to listen to this for several reasons. Like I said, we're talking about what's the difference between periodic fasting? What's the difference between that and intermittent fasting or time-restricted feeding? But then we, we go into detail about what's really happening inside the cells. At what point do you go from a metabolic sort of fast where some of the hormones might be changing, your body might be shifting fuel sources, but where you really get cellular regeneration, stem cell activity, because that is where true longevity and health span starts to accelerate. So join me today. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about some other um, programs and products that El Nutra has brought to the forefront and also Nutrition for Longevity, which is an extraordinary opportunity to have your food as part of your healthcare paradigm. So thank you for listening. Join Dr. Anton and me today. Joseph, I am so glad to have you on my podcast. Um, for many of my listeners, they know that I am very much into the fasting mimicking diet. I have talked about it at length and I've been following El Nutra and, and, and been a little bit a part of El Nutra off and on over the years. And so this is a very exciting topic because it's, it's a huge part of longevity and I want to get really into it. So before we start on talking about the fasting mimicking diet and all the different parts of it, I'd love to know how you ended up in this world. Our stories are so important. Yeah, well, uh, thanks. Thanks, Maddie, for hosting me today. And indeed, it was a pleasure to have you on enough part of our story. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about myself. I, um, you know, I, I started my career as a physician and, and my passion was to help what I thought patients get towards a cure. And, and unfortunately, that's today almost impossible when somebody comes in with a hypertension, we're just putting them on a pill for the rest of their life. We're not reversing that. When somebody comes in with diabetes, in most cases, they're leaving the clinic with metformin and other pills, but it's a lifelong subscriptions. And actually, we keep adding on top of that. Um, most cancers are still, you know, you can get some level of remission, but not all of them cures and Alzheimer's has no cure. So I, I felt that I'm getting into a system that is helping me meet patients after they're sick. So it was sick care, it wasn't health care. And I wasn't able to do anything beyond giving them pills almost you know, for every days of their life. Of course, this is chronic disease. I'm not talking about the acute disease where medicine has done and, and, and the biotech business has done a great job helping us induce a cure of a lot of you know, acute diseases. So my passion was cardiovascular. I wanted to be a cardiologist. And and diabetes was big and hypertension and heart attack. And I have those in my family. So, but I felt helpless. And, uh, and therefore, I decided to go and leave and, and study health policy and public health, thinking that I will advocate the health system to be more preventive, to focus more on, on guidelines of behavioral science and, and, and staying healthy long. Uh, uh, today we call it health span, increasing health span, the healthy part of life. And and I did that for a period of time, started with studying and then started advising a lot of governments around the world about how to do more prevention, etc. But I hit another wall over there, right? Most people today know that they should eat healthy. Most people today know that they should exercise. They know that they should stress less and sleep better. So it, 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 I felt that prevention was being more about education and awareness that already people today with, you know, social media and access to health coaches and all of that, we know 
we know to a certain extent what, what to do. But still, if you're hungry and there's a burger in front of you, you're going to eat it. If you're uh, tired at night, you're going to eat food across the TV and watch Netflix. So it was it was the short-term instinct to 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 short-term pleasures was trumping over the you know every day's investment and sacrifices to stay healthy long. So I thought that the best way to compete with these products, the the tasty and healthy food, the 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 little bit you know, uh, less exercise, et cetera, is to bring products that are actually healthy and they can change the life of people and, and put ethical science behind them. Because I think this is also what's lacking in, 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 in a lot of nutritional products in the market. There's not a lot of science behind them to prove that this is a truly, you know, a longevity product or a health span product. So my passion be, be, became, how can I launch a market with products in prevention and and bring it to consumers around the world. And I started actually traveling around the world looking for what 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 could be in technology a product for prevention. And this is what I started understanding the importance of nutrition in our daily life and in longevity. It's the only product that we consume every day of our life since the day we're born to the day we die. Literally, it's the only product we put in our body three times to five times for some people more uh, every day of our life. So it was it was a big influx in information to our genes, to our microbiome, to our you know metabolic and cellular behavior. And in although I went to you know best med schools and policy schools, and we're talking Harvard's and Hopkins. I only had one hour of training on nutrition. So so open big eye to how important nutrition and, and, and is. The second big eye opener was the importance of aging. Because when we go to med school, we 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 they teach us, you know, cardiovascular disease, brain disease, um, endocrine disease, etc. But in in and we talk about some genetic precondition and it, it looks like a like it's facts that will happen rather than wait a second. I mean, if if you don't get the heart, a heart attack at age twenty, you don't get Alzheimer's at age twenty two. Even if you have the APOE genes, you're not going to get most cancers at age twenty three. So we kind of accepted that you get old and you get these health conditions, but we never looked at oh, wait a second, I don't have to get all this fast, right? Why, even though the chronological clock is ticking, there's something called biological aging, the aging of my cells and my body. And maybe we can slow down the aging of the body, and therefore we're slowing down all these four big killers, Alzheimer's, cardiovascular, cancer, and diabetes. So learning more about the power of nutrition learning more about biological aging being actually the mother of all diseases. I call it today the mother of all chronic disease, if you want, the age-related diseases. I was like, okay, is there a nutritional intervention that can slow down biological aging? And that became like my big quest. And most aging researchers that I visited, I literally, from Singapore all the way to San Francisco, I was on the, on, on the plane for years. And, and many of the big researchers were saying that Professor Walter Longo, who's the head of the Longevity Institute at USC, was probably, had probably the biggest secret for longevity in nutrition. And he had discovered the power of fasting 
to rejuvenate the body and keep it younger. And, and, and basically, his main discovery is that we need to fast for five days to get the max impact on the cell. And, you know, people cannot, we cannot fast for five days. We're too attached to food and, 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 and it's painful to go there. So he was able to discover a nutritional program that can give you those benefits while you're eating. And it's called the fasting mimicking diet. And I was super curious about that. And I met this amazing gentleman. Now he's like, you know, most people know who Walter Longo is, you know, Time Magazine, top 50 most influential people in health. He wrote the book behind me called The Longevity Diet, which I super, super recommend. And he studies people living 100 and beyond. He learns what they eat, how they lived. He brings it back. He's the head of the Longevity Institute at USC, so he brings it back to the university. He has 18 other universities working with him, and they, they do trials in mice, and then they do trials in humans to see if they can replicate you know, the centenarian's lifestyle and the secret of staying young. And then once they do discoveries, they try to bring it to the market. And, and basically, all these 18 universities now working together, everything they discover gets allocated to the company that I'm, I became CEO of. It's called Elnutra Longevity Through Nutrition. And basically, we take all these very robust scientific discoveries and we put them into products and we try to make them available to people so that they live healthy long and or if you have health conditions. Now, we're very excited. We're launching therapeutic nutrition, which never existed before. And we're probably the first food is medicine company of the world today. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. So this is this is a great kind of segue. Um, so obviously, you really kind of outlined. So how is you, you said, obviously, fasting does a lot for longevity. So let's talk about the difference between time restricted feeding and what true fasting is, because they get kind of commingled, particularly in the media. And and there is a difference when you can go longer. Let's talk a little bit about that. This is one of the uh most, I think, frequent questions I get, and because there's a lot of confusion out there, a lot of people skipping breakfast thinking they're, they're going to get to autophagy and rejuvenation, and there's a lot of kind of a little bit, as everything in, in nutrition, everyone can write a book and everyone can write a blog, and then you get all information left and right, and people get, get confused. Uh, but fasting is what we study heavily, and we've been studying for 20 years. So I'll, I'll a little bit simplify. I'll do some what we call typology of fasting, what types and benefits, so that we're all clear on the, on the same page here. Um, there are two major types of fasting. You have what we call intermittent fasting, and we have what we call periodic or prolonged fasting. And for most people, what separates both is, is if you're doing fasting for less than two days, we call it intermittent fasting. If you do it for more than two days, it's periodic fasting. Now, two days, there's no switch in the body. It's, it depends on people's body metabolic rate and BMI and if they're exercising or not. So, But on average, let's talk average of averages, that two days is what separates intermittent from periodic fasting. Now. Why it's two days? Because the body has enough reserves to fight fasting for for the first two days, metabolic reserves, right? And I always I always compare fasting to say if you're leading a company and and you don't have revenues, right? The way you behave as a CEO of that company is similar to the way the body behaves when there's no food. And so imagine if you're 
leading a company and then and suddenly you have no revenues, what you're gonna do? I mean, first thing you say, look, I have I have a checking account. I can go and tap into it. And the buddy says the same. I have glycogen in the body. It's very easy for me to go and grab glycogen from the muscles, from the liver, etc. So that's the first reserve that the buddy goes to. And then you have some savings. You know, once your checkings get depleted, you're looking at your savings account, and that's fat. So the buddy then goes to fat. And then finally, again, you can go and ask the bank for a credit or for a loan. And the body asks the liver to do neoglycogenesis and bring new calories from the liver and dump them into the body. So we have three ways in the first two days to compensate for a fasting period and, and you know, glycogen and then fat, break down a fat into ketones, and then and then the, the liver can help <coughs> with neoglycogenesis. So <coughs> so we, we 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 call this first phase of fasting, the intermittent fasting, is the metabolic one. Once you cross two days, so once you as a CEO of this company say, wow, I depleted my checkings account, I actually tapped into my savings account, and then the bank is telling me, hey, I'm going to give you small credit, but <coughs> you're in trouble, basically. What you're going to do, you're going to go and you're going to start restructure the company, right? You're going to say, look, I'm going to cut my budgets on travel a little bit. I'm going to cut all these unnecessary costs. I'm going to try to stop investing in what's, what was like a risky long-term project. And then the buddy does the same thing, and this is what defines periodic fasting after the second day tells the cells, look, I cannot feed you any longer. And I'm going to ask you to look for intracellular sources of calories. You get a, <laughs> eat the debris, eat the organelles and the leftovers in the cell, detox, try to fix your, your the way you operate so that together all the cells of the body can survive the fast. So after day two, the body is involving the cells and the cells are rejuvenating. It's a process that we call autophagy or self-eat. And it won the Nobel Prize in Medicine in 2016. This is why fasting kind of, you know, the, the science from USC and the Longevity Institute and Walter Longo, which came at the same time with the Nobel Prize awarded to autophagy that happens with fasting. So you have now a cellular rejuvenation happening across the body. And this is a very powerful phenomenon <clears throat> because you have every cell when you fast why fasting is so powerful? Every cell, right from the from the the, the 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 vertex of the head all the way to the toe, every cell lives on calories. So every cell is fasting when you fast, and it's impactful. There's few things in life that you can do that can engage everything in your body and mind, and fasting is one of them. So the cells start rejuvenating. Now, if you still have no money, you you cut unnecessary expenses, you reshuffle a few things in the company. And now you're getting into day three and day four, what you're going to do, you're going to start doing more uh, difficult choices, right? You're going to start saying, you know, okay, I'm going to have to maybe turn some employees into part-time. I'm going to start really closing big chapters. I'm going to, you're going to continue only doing the most cost-effective operations in the company. So the buddy does the same thing, says, look, I have senescent cells. We call them the zombie cells, the old cells. <clears throat> They're they're there, they're consuming calories, but they're not producing the right amount of work. And therefore, the body says, I'm going to get rid of those, and I'm going to push the stem cells, the younger cells, to come to come in and replicate, and they do their job very well. They're not old. They're very young. Uh, it's it's younger part of us to regenerate now. It's a regenerative 
part of fasting, the day four and five onwards. And these new cells are coming to a little bit take over and do a much faster and cost-effective job in the, in the body. So this is the beauty and the power of the periodic part of fasting after today's from day three to day five. The cells are rejuvenating and you're seeing younger cells coming up to support as well. Now you can imagine now you before fasting, <clears throat> you know, you had, you were getting a little bit extra fat, a little bit, some potentially metabolic issues, inflammation and others. And now you're after the fast, you lost a lot of fat, the bank account, you, uh, you improved the cellular function and you brought in some new cells. So you're younger, you're a better you, you're a younger you biologically. And that's the best way we can give you hopefully a good chance of you know, staying healthier longer, right? Increasing health span is 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 what we call is the goal is to live a few years longer. And because most of the chronic disease that are they're killing ninety percent of us are age related, giving you that kick of becoming a little bit younger is so critical for longevity. And this is the the connectivity between periodic fasting and longevity. Now, uh, we'll talk about the fasting mimicking diet because it's so difficult. No one wants to be the CEO of the company that's going to go bankrupt every three months and trying to go through that cycle. So therefore, the fasting mimicking nutrition was devised to help you eat through five days, but the cells do not recognize the food. And people wonder, like, how come it's called fasting mimicking nutrition and how come you're eating and you're fasting? It's basically fasting at the cellular level where the cells do not recognize the food, and we can talk more about that. I, I want to make sure I go back to intermittent fasting and explain the different types of intermittent fasting as well, because this is what people are very familiar with and, and want some clarity. So within intermittent fasting, which is fasting for less than two days, <clears throat> you have the shortest period is called the, the circadian fasting, the 12 hours. Right, we 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 are actually humans of days and night, and um, and uh, and our body was used through hundreds of thousands of years to sleep at night. Actually, right to 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 be awake during the day and eat within twelve hours window, but then to sleep at six seven, the sun goes down. We sleep, we eat, we have an early dinner, we eat, and we sleep overnight. I'm saying this is in the past. I'm not saying it's happening today. <laughs> and then we we wake up in the morning and then we start eating food the next day. So that circadian fasting of 12 hours of no food actually seems to be one of the big secrets of longevity. When we study centenarians, people living 100 and beyond, it's one of the most common features. They're, they're not late night snackers. They don't watch TV late at night. They love to sleep a little bit early. And they love to have their dinner a little bit early and they sleep and then they wake up. Actually, they get their breakfast. Most of them, they don't do the extended morning fast. And most of them do intermittent fasting, if you want, by actually having dinner early versus delaying breakfast versus eating late at night, which might be one of the worst things actually we are practicing today in, in America is the late night snacking. Even if the next day you're extending your fasting period, it seems eating late at night is the worst thing you can do. So they, they do a front-loaded, I started calling front-loaded fa intermittent fasting. They, they eat their dinner very early and they follow that you know, night, night time of no food, which we discovered in medicine to be very important. The Nobel Prize of Medicine 
2016, we all talk about it because it was autophagy, but 2017 was on the biological clock of the organs, right? So it's so important that our entire body stops eating early at night and sleeps at night. Every It's not just the mind that needs to rest and the, muddy, and the muscle that needs to rejuvenate. It's actually every organ of the body should be sleeping at night. So it's a natural, we call it circadian fasting, where trying to be fancy today. It's just how people lived on the planet for hundreds of thousands of years before we created electricity and 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 late night snacking and fridges, etc. So I think it's a big secret. If if one big thing we want to teach people today is is practice as much as you can circadian fasting, 12 to 13 max, 14 hours, and try to start early dinner rather than to just, you know, push food in the morning a little bit forward. So so then you go longer than 12 hours, you reach 16 hours and 18 hours and, and skipping breakfast to do that. And um, this is where you call the time-restricted eating, meaning you're restricting. Now, within that 12 hours of daylight, you start restricting the window of eating food. We call it TRE, time-restricted eating. A lot of people call it 16 hours of fast or 18 hours of intermittent fasting, depending on how much you want to restrict the time of eating. And, and people now are a little bit surprised, like, hey, I thought intermittent fasting, 16 hours, I rejuvenate my cells, I lose a lot of weight, and it's the best thing, right? If you ask people four or five years ago, it's the best things to do. And the answer is yes and no. The, the answer is yes, it's a great thing to do if, again, you don't delay dinner because the body at night loves to pick the calories into fat, right? The insulin is high, growth hormone is high. So, so if you're practicing the wrong intermittent fasting, you'll be eating late at night and you'll be starving your body the next day till 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. and 5 p.m., which a lot of people do that because it's practical at work. You come at work in the morning, you're too busy to eat, and then you have a lot of meetings around lunch and or you're picking up the kids and you, you just we forget to eat up until 4 or 5 p.m. But the problem, 4 or 5 p.m., we binge eat. And then we keep eating all the way till 9 and 10 and 11 and, and midnight, snacking, watching Netflix at 11 p.m. is the worst thing um, that we're all sinners of. So, so the right intermittent fasting is, hey, have your dinner early, stay a little bit you know, long if you want, especially if you want to lose weight and you're pre-diabetic, okay, you can prolong a little bit your morning intake of breakfast. But make sure that you don't binge eat and you don't continue eating all the way to the night. And these are where the trials are showing very positive effect when you do that. And not so much positive effect on weight and potentially longevity when you're, again, eating late at night and just pushing food the next day to a little bit later. Now, <clears throat> a big myth we want to bust today is whether you get cellular rejuvenation and autophagy if you skip breakfast. Because a lot of people doing the 16 and 18 hours they they thought that they're getting cellular rejuvenation already at that level, and and that's not true. Unfortunately, a couple of articles went out. There's a little bit of confusion in those, and 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 stating that you can get autophagy with intermittent fasting, but that doesn't happen again. Imagine if you own a company and and you don't have money in in. In a few hours, you're not going to go and cut budgets and and fire people, and you know you're gonna you still have some cushion in the bank. You're still going to try to get you know get by. So the body does the same thing. If we skip breakfast in the morning, it's not a big crisis. Um, uh, like we discussed, the two days crisis, you still have a lot of fat to tap into, a lot of glycogen, a lot of you know um, uh, potential in the liver to do the glucogenesis. So so 
we do not get into cellular rejuvenation in a few hours of fasting. We get it for most people after day two. Now, if you're too skinny, you don't have money in the bank. If you're if you have a very high metabolism, if you exercise intensively every morning, yes, you're going to get into into that stress early on, and maybe you're going to get autophagy at the end of day one or middle of day two. But for most people, that's not the case. So, <clears throat> there's staying with intermittent fasting. We said the circadian fasting, twelve hours, time restricted eating, the sixteen or the 18, and then you can go to one meal a day, the next step. Many people are trying to do the OMAD or one meal a day. And some people actually are doing twice a week. We call it the 5-2, five days of eating normal, two days of fasting, or 6-1. And these are all kinds of intermittent fasting. If you do them right, you lose a lot of weight, which for... for 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 Americans, for seventy three percent of us, it's it's very helpful. We have we're carrying a little bit more weight that we can get rid of, um, and and this is this is the groups of intermittent fasting practices. The benefits are actually striking when you start losing the weight, when you start improving inflammation, improving blood pressure. A lot of what we suffer from today are driven by this lifestyle of getting a little bit more weight more weight and being stressed. And this is why a lot of people do successfully intermittent fasting. What we specialize more is, okay, we'll get you through the two days with food. We'll get you actually with food that gives you the benefits of fasting. We'll continue to help you rejuvenate yourselves and push your body to be a little bit younger. And this is what the essence of the fasting nutrition uh, is here is here for. Yeah, so so this is really interesting because I've I've done you know a five day water fast and I'm sure some of my listeners probably have too, and it's hard. I mean, you kind of white knuckle it a little bit, you know, particularly that as you transition out of that sort of into that cellular rejuvenation part. That I'd say day three is where you're sort of like, oh my gosh, I just really want to eat, you know. But but there is a difference between true water fasting. So obviously, water fasting would would do the same thing, and you know, some religious practices might even do dry fasting for multiple days, which I. I think is really difficult, but, you know, so great. It's going to move into, uh, you know, autophagy and sort of rejuvenate the cells, but there's an impact to our microbiome and other things when we fast like that too, where the prolonged can, because you're actually feeding the body food that it does not recognize metabolically as, as, as food. So it still goes through those mechanics of fasting. But you're not going to see that impact on the microbiome. Let's talk a little bit about some of the advantages of being able to kind of eat and fast at the same time outside of just being able to mimic that autophagy activity. Yeah, and and, and to clarify to the listeners, we started as a water fasting research. The entire research on fasting at University of Southern California, we're, we're a company, we're a spinoff from the university. It was all about water fast. But water fast comes with problems and challenges. There's there's two types, two sets of problems, right? Um, if you go back to the same example where you own a company and, and you don't have money, I mean, yes, you'll rejuvenate, yes, you'll fix, yes, you'll the bank account, the fat will drop. But at the same time, this means you don't have money to pay the salaries of your employees. And guess who's going to leave first? The good ones. It means you don't have money to order your supplies for next month. So you're going to sell next month and survive next month. So when you do a full water, when you do a water only fasting, and especially when you go up to the day two, three, four, five, yes, you're getting rejuvenations of the cells, but 
how to fund the rejuvenation. If you need to rejuvenate and regenerate, if there's no micronutrients, if there's no micronutrients, you can, you're not funding that transition. You're also starving all the microbiome in the gut, not supporting just the plant-based ones at the expense of the others. And, you know, the body tells you, I'm suffering. You have headaches. You Sometimes you, you go into hypoglycemia, you know, drop in blood sugar, et cetera. So there's this, there are side effects of, like every company, there's a pain when you don't have revenues, and that pain is positive under pressure for the owner and the CEO to fix it. But at the same time, there's a lot of costs and side effects to pay. And this is why, actually, the 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 fasting mimicking diet, or, or you called it Prolon, which is the the five days, uh, the the brand name of the product that that we sell. It was actually the National Institute of Health who funded the project. Said, well. It's so so beneficial. The trials are showing on water fast, but it's so painful and people cannot do it when it comes to the mass. Can you devise a nutrition, plant-based, clean, non-GMO, gluten-free, low-carb, all the great stuff there and premium ingredients? Can you devise a specific formulation that nourishes the body while the cells stay in a fasting mode? And people always say, like, how is that even possible? So I'm going to a little bit help people understand how Prolon works and, and how we're able to give you the benefits of fasting, taking off a lot of the side effects with food. So, so basically, when we eat, the body recognizes the food via two main ways. There's a systemic way whereby when you eat carbs and proteins, carbs induce insulin to, to, to spike. Insulin is a growth factor. So it's telling the body, hey, there's carbs, you know, there, we're, we, there's food. There's, there's a major source of micronutrients in here. Same way when we eat proteins, something called IGF, insulin-like growth factor. It's another growth factor like insulin that spikes when we eat protein. So when we eat carbs and proteins, two things spike, insulin and IGF, among other things. But they tell the body, on a systemic way, that there is food. We're not fasting any longer. So the way we devise our 77-ingredient formulation is it doesn't spike. It barely increases insulin, barely increases IGF. They stay flat, and they go along, and then they drop. So the body is saying, hey, I didn't see a surge in insulin. I didn't see a surge in IGF. It doesn't seem like we ate a lot, so we're still in a fasting mode. That's at the systemic level. And now we have a lot of Secrets in the formulation that, by the way, when the, then the food gets into the cell, the cell has three main pathways. We call them the nutrient-sensing pathways, the radars of the cell. Nutrient-sensing pathways, or NPS, they recognize the carbs and they recognize the proteins. They call the TOR pathway for, for the proteins and the PK and the RAS pathways for the carb. They, they, they interact. I'm simplifying it. But basically, by the time our billions of cells receive the fasting mimicking nutrition of the prolon, it it barely triggers the sensors. It barely below what we call the the um, the detection of food and the satisfaction from food. So basically what we do with prolon, it's five days of food. We ship it to you. You open there's a day one, there's a day two, there's a day three, day four, and day five. You have all the food there, bars and soups and and snacks and crackers and supplements will give you all the macro and the micronutrients you need. You eat only from it for five days, and it's five days only. And then your body goes through that, you know, cutting fat, going into deep ketosis, rejuvenating the cells for a healthy longevity to increase your chances for a healthy longevity. 
Yeah. Now I want you to, because your product obviously has had some serious clinical trials. You know, I don't, I, like you said, there is no other nutritional product on the market that has gone through the rigors. Can you walk through some of those studies and, and what people can anticipate, not just weight loss. I mean, all of us want to lose weight, but, but there's some serious other things that are profound when we look at health and longevity and particularly the chronic disease states that we're dying from. So when, when we figure out that the prolonged fasting is rejuvenating, it puts the entire body into check. You know, I, I always call it, if you watch a car race, you know, twice or three times during the race, the car goes into a pit stop. And you have all the mechanics coming in saying, okay, checking everything in the car, changing the wheels if they need to be changed, changing the oil, changing. And, and, fa- and the fasting may became diet and prolonged is the same thing. So it's basically getting a full body inspection and rejuvenation. Now, what, which is great for longevity, we talked about that. Your cells are getting more effective. They're biologically younger, which is the best way to give you a better chance. It's not a promise. It's a better chance that you're going to stay healthy long. Now, when we did mice trials and we did the fasting nutrition in mice, we said, wait a second, thinking about, if you remember the example of you having a company and then you don't have the revenues, you're going to start fixing. Now, what if you know that you're in trouble because of the marketing department? You're going to go and start fixing the marketing department. If you think the sales are not going well, you start fixing sales or operations, etc. So in mice, when we did the fasting mimicking nutrition, in mice with diabetes, we saw that the, their body is trying to fix diabetes. So the pancreas is rejuvenating to produce in a better shape the insulin, and they're cutting fat and insulin resistance, so we see diabetes reversal in mice. We do it in mice with cancer, and we're seeing cancer rates jumping, cancer cure rates jumping in certain conditions from the low 30s or the mid 30% to up to 90% when they were doing the fasting nutrition. Alzheimer's, we just published in mice showing that we give there's a better memory performance with Alzheimer's and cardiovascular disease the same. We were able to feed the mice almost like a McDonald's-like you know, unhealthy food and then do the fasting nutrition. And it reverses that state of being in a, in a, in a bad cardiovascular shape. So it's so powerful in mice. And we decided to bring these studies to humans. And we've been in 23 years of trials and studies in here. Like you said, they, they, were, they call us the first nutri-technology of the word, nutri-tech, the same as biotech and pharma, we're a nutri-tech of food. And basically we do on the fasting mimic nutrition, we do cell trials, preclinical, or what we call mice trials, and then we do human trials. And now we've been in human trials for the last 12 years, and it's showing the same potential to different degrees that we've seen in mice and humans. We just concluded two trials on diabetes, and we're showing that in one of them, for example, if you do the fasting mimicking nutrition once a month, Again, the, the beauty about Prolon is just it's, it's just five days and the 25 other days you go back to your lifestyle. And people will be like, wait a second, how come five days are giving me all these impacts? Again, the secret is in stressing the cells for the cells to do a better job. It's not just to lose weight. When people hear diets or nutrition, it's like, you know, it's calories in, calories out, and we count and we lose weight. And with fasting, it's different. Fasting works mostly by being a stress, a positive stress on the cells that rejuvenates them while losing a lot of weight. And so in this case, they did the fasting mimicking nutrition 
once a month, five days only for six months. And they were able to see 60% drop in insulin resistance. They were able to see 1.4% drop in HbA1c, just to give you a, a benchmark. If you, if you decrease HbA1c, which, which is a representation of the blood sugar storage, and, and if you drop it by 0.5, you're clinically effective. It's an FDA. It's a, it, you could be a drug with the FDA. And then we did 1.4 drop, which is almost triple what drugs are allowed to drop in just six months. And when I say six months, it means six times five days, which is 30 days in total, which is a striking result. And we've been able, two-thirds of people participating in the trial were able to reduce their medication. So it's a powerful intervention, the fasting mimic nutrition. We're now adding to it a dietitian consult and an app. And that program, we're launching it in Q1 of 2023, which is basically in a few weeks. We're going to soft launch it and launch it full in April as a first ever program that is nutrition-based to induce diabetes remission and regression. And we're like really, really excited about that. The same concept of having a nutritional a dietitian expert plus an app to support people in our fasting mimicking nutrition were based on the success of the clinical trials we had on cancer and a lot of it we studied breast cancer we're going to launch at the end of next year a program to help people with cancer remission as well then the year after 2024 we're going to try to do the same for autoimmune disease and we're waiting for the alzheimer's trials as well um, and if they're positive, we're going to launch also nutritional support for patients with Alzheimer's. Yeah, that's I'm so excited about it. It's just, it, you know, it's uh, it's just it's to me, it's almost sad that we have to wait this long for true. Like, you know, we can't say the word cure, but we're saying we're actually fixing by doing appropriate fasting. We're actually fixing the under uh, under underlying biochemical situation inside the cell and the other things, not just covering it up by you know, having you pee out your glucose or all these other ways that the medications work to intervene, but they don't correct the underlying problem. And we and we always know it's nutrition, lifestyle, and those other things. But now we have a product that has actually been clinically trialed to show that it works. I, I, I fully agree. It's it's stunning how in 2022 and now getting 2023, and, and the biggest market in the world is nutrition, trillions of dollars. There was no ethical if you want uh, investment into true science behind it, because most food companies, they don't want to expose their products, right? They, they, they want to sell you the chocolate here, and then they tell you, I have also medical nutrition on the other side. They want to, they want to, uh, you know, put a, put a, a claim and then retract from it. And I think we did the opposite then. And God bless the founder, Professor Walter Longo, who was, you know, ethical enough to say, I'm, I'm not in rush to to create any revenue or 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 be rich or anything, and actually, everything he owns in El Nutra today, he donates it back to the uh, Create Cures Foundation. So, um, University of Southern California, eighteen other universities that he put together have been doing two decades of very very strong and robust scientific trials to show the impact of fasting in our body to use fasting as a very strong intervention for longevity, and then to use now what we call therapeutic fasting to come in and support many of the health conditions. Is it going to cure most of them? 
you know, maybe yes, maybe no, is it going to induce a high chance of remission, especially when you add it to pills, the, the current standard of care. When you join those with the fasting mimic nutrition under the program we discussed, that program is very powerful in supporting people with remission and regression. Yeah, I'm, I, and I'm very excited about the diabetes program that's starting <laughs> next next quarter. You know, I've I have obviously done a lot of the fasting mimicking diet over the last several years, and consider it part of my usual sort of routine. Um, so I want to before we get a uh, have to jump off, I want to talk a little bit about nutrition for longevity and the other side project because this is super exciting too. I want you to just give my listeners a little sneak peek into that because that's huge. Yeah, so. Most people with with the fasting mimicking diet and with Prolon, because of the science you mentioned that we have over 32 clinical trials and the trust that was built in our company was very high. And again, we donate almost half of the company back. So they're like, wait a second, this is a true ethical business. You're trying to do the right thing. I'm eating from you guys five days of Prolon. I would love to get from you like everyday's food. Why do I have to go and shop at groceries based on what I think is clean and it's not, or based on whatever regimen, can you help me get everyday's food? So we, three and a half years ago, we, we, we started a project called Nutrition for Longevity. And basically, it's, it's a meal kit program. It sends you food to your home. Um, and it's based on three principles. We always believe in those. Clean foods. Everything we've been talking about till now, as I mentioned, is a non-GMO, is a gluten-free, is a clean sourcing, etc. Then it's a longevity formulation. We study what people living healthy and what living 100 and beyond eat, and we're bringing back to our science and our labs. And then we devise food formulations that are you know, centenarian-like food, if you want. So longevity is the second aspect. And the third determinant, which we've done, which I don't think there's a company yet as specialized as we are in, is tailor them to different health conditions. So they're called medically tailored meals. And so if you're a patient with cancer, we tailor the food for that condition. And we have a lot of science on what they should eat and what somebody with cancer should eat. We tailor it to Alzheimer's, we tailor it to chronic kidney disease, we tailor it to cardiovascular disease, to diabetes, et cetera, et cetera. So the, the, we started talking a little bit with CDC, and meaning the Center for Medicare and Medicare, and they, 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 they actually loved what we were doing and they blessed us by giving us uh, a reimbursement code. And so as of a year ago now, we are officially food is medicine, meaning the government is saying if you're a Medicaid patient or if you're a Medicare patient, and you if you have one of 32 health conditions, they approve this as food intervention for 32 healthcare conditions, diabetes, hypertension, obesity, and multiple sclerosis, multiple cancers, HIV, AIDS, et cetera, et cetera the government will pay for your food with us. So we became like a drug, one of the first ever food is medicine, truly now food is medicine, uh, bringing you clean, longevity, medically tailored food to your house and you consume it. And then the um, the Center for Medicare or Medicaid pays for it. We had to sign insurances as well to go and administer it in every state. So now we have over 63 health insurances that are paying for our food. And one of the other achievements we had is that if you're not a Medicare or Medicaid patient, now you can, with most insurances that we've signed, you can even get 50% of your food paid if you have one of these 32 health conditions. So that's, that's, 
that for us, you know, especially me as a as a as a, as a physician who left, you know, the, the the sick care model and going into prevention and true food is medicine, for our founder, for our shareholders, for everyone who believes in this moment and this movement that we have built, I think we're extremely extremely proud today to to announce that we have a fasting mimicking nutrition that can that can be very superior to most food there by rejuvenating your cells and helping you induce remission and aggression on conditions. And then after the fasting mimicking diet, you can eat every day from us, lunch and dinner that we deliver to you that actually now for the first time insurance are paying for. All this because the system is realizing how important is food and how important is it to keep us healthy at home versus keeping us sick frequently, frequently visiting clinics or hospitals. That's I I don't I don't know if I hope everybody understands that literally your insurance, whether you're Medicare, Medicaid, 100 percent covered if you have the right conditions, you know, or if you're with the regular United Signal Blue Cross, those kind of groups, they're working on all of them. Obviously, you could get your actual grocery bill because you're ordering food from Nutrition for Longevity partially covered. That's huge because I, I, my husband and I have always complained. It's like, you know, they'll, they'll pay for part of my medications. They'll pay for my expensive imaging or whatever, but they won't pay for my food or my grocery bill or my gym membership. But and he, I think the other thing is then people are thinking, Oh, what is the food like? It's real whole food chef and chef created. So like a Michelin star chef created this. So it's not food in a box that you add water to. This is legit food. It's really good. So in the last year, we hired a Michelin star chef uh, from Santa Monica, from Los Angeles, and he actually helped us with developing Prolon the Generation 3. Um, so even for you guys who tried Prolon now, we have an amazingly tasted Prolon. And they, he also spent a lot of time with our chefs at Nutrition for Longevity to enhance the, flu, the, the, the food taste because... You know, that's that's one other big battle that we always had. People say, well, I, the burger tastes great and the French fries, and, and, and we love them because otherwise, if, if you tell them eat healthy, they, they think it's a salad. <clears throat> they think it's that, you know, um, non-super tasty flat salad or, or whatever, you know, or, or healthy soup. And, and we actually wanted to show people that we can cook a device super tasty and super healthy uh, food. And that was my biggest learning, honestly. One of my biggest learning at Alutra, I thought that, you know, sugar tastes great. So sweets will always be there, but we cannot compete with them because something healthy is not going to taste as good. And I learned that, no, not at all, actually. A lot of the the food that we're launching, we're launching, you know, secretively here, I would say, we're going to launch a, a longevity chocolate and a longevity e- even pizzas and pastas in the future. And they are so tasty because the ingredients are actually representing the healthy fats instead of the, you know, fried fats, right? And healthy fats coming from academia, from cash are actually more tasty than anything you can you can add to your food. Same goes with a complex carb instead of short-term carbs or short short segment carbs, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so what we're happy today is we have one of the tastiest food, which is one of the healthiest food at the same time. And I think that was key to breakthrough and have the masses of people, you know, stick with the food. Yes, yes. So I, like I said, I, I'm so excited uh, on that entire endeavor because 
It's just that's that's the tide of change is when food becomes part of the medical paradigm and it becomes a first line defense, not the last line defense. So I'm I'm just I'm super thrilled and I'm super thrilled with new uh, the new flavor and the new uh, redesigned five day fasting mimicking diet. I I loved the first one, so I'm going to love this one even more. So I'm very excited. <laughs> no, I think. I mean, people can sense uh, you and I coming from the field and, and, and frustrated for years with the current health system and now talking suddenly about food being reimbursed, about nutrition being true medicine and true longevity. This is These are very important moments, I think, in history of humanity where we can go back and do the right thing for our body. I mean, we, we, we cured most of the acute diseases and we didn't add much on our lifespan. Actually, we lost half a year. If, if, if you know your listeners are not aware of that, we lost half a year on our lifespan last year in America. Um, when I graduated from med school, we used to spend $2 trillion per year on healthcare. In 2022, we're going to spend over $4 trillion on healthcare, and then we're losing half a year on our longevity. So that's that's unacceptable. But I think that financial pressure on the government budgets added to ethical trials behind nutrition and food as medicine have come up together in this historical moment. And then now we're getting funded as medicine. We're getting major support to our science and to our adoption. There's 15,000 clinics now recommending Prolon in their, in their clinics. We're expanding very fast. We're extremely happy and, 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 and want, want through people like yourself to educate the mass and increase awareness so that people take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, like I said, I'm just super, super thrilled. Now, um, where can people find El Nutra and your products? If you want to read more about the mission, the vision, the comp- the more the company and, and the science and the articles, uh, l-nutra.com. L stands for longevity through nutrition. So we called the company our founder wanted to focus on human longevity through food. Um, this is where you can read more about us, about our science, our products. But if you want to try Prolon and try all these sub-products under Prolon, there's a one-day fast, there's a one-meter fast and all of that, uh, you can go to prolonfast.com. Prolon is P-R-O-L-O-N, prolonfast.com, and you can see all the portfolio of the consumer products. And the Diabetes Regression Remission Program, you can go to lnutrahealth.com. All our medical programs are under El Nutra Health. And if you want to try Nutrition for Longevity, everyday food um, that is, again, medically tailored, clean and longevity formulation, you can go to nutritionforlongevity.com. Awesome. And we're going to have all of those in our show notes so everybody can go there. We'll have the links so you don't have to try and feverishly write that down so you can find that out. And, you know, I want everybody to think about we're moving into the new year. This would be a perfect time to fast with me. Yes. <laughs> you know, since we spent most of the holidays probably retoxing a little bit more than usual, this is a good time to kind of get a handle on your longevity and help rejuvenate your cells at the same time. Dr. Anton Joseph, thank you so much for for being on and helping educate my listeners. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we'll come back and talk a little bit more later on when some of those other trials come out. I obviously have a huge interest in cancer and cognitive health, you know, so I would love to talk about that further. I appreciate you very much, Betty. Talk soon. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Menopause Mastery Podcast. You are why I'm here, and I am so very grateful. Hit subscribe so you don't miss 
any wisdom on creating the most exceptional life on our terms. If this episode has helped you in any way, please share it with a friend to spread the love and together we rise. You can follow me on social media at Betty Murray PhD and you can reach me online at BettyMurray.com. 